1: Yes. Welcome to it.
0: When I was young, it seemed that life was so wonderful. A miracle. Oh, it was beautiful, magical.
2: I'm just going to let this simmer.
0: The the trees, so high.
2: We play a lot of Super Tramp on our show.
0: It's probably so probably good.
2: six or seven Super Tramp songs we, and this is one of them.
1: We had this we have this on vinyl at the house. Yeah. From it's like my roommate's dad's from when it first came yeah. out. Yeah. is it poppy? Yeah, it's no, it's no, it's in great it's condition. condition. Not good. too many
0: hiss and pops yeah. in it.
1: Um, it's clean. That's what's amazing about vinyl, it holds up. And uh, this is album Breakfast in America. Yeah. It's an amazing. I album. love the artwork too. Where it's like a diner waitress yeah. holding up a tray, and the skyline of New York. It's like breakfast items. On it, the this table. is one of the
2: classic pop albums ever recorded. Yeah, it's yeah. just a good one to put on. And and there's, there's no bad. There's no bad track on the whole thing. Now I'm not
1: sure what we're going to talk about tonight, but this did come to mind. Um, the other day, Netflix put out their new rules for employees to prevent sexual harassment and i did a little experiment on air with greg because we both when we
2: first read these rules found them ridiculous can i ask you a question when you see sexual harassment policies where in your mind does baron coleman come up like i need to have baron on air and invite him in well you're and a, ask you're a, him you're a guy and you know me uh, okay okay <laughs> So, I, mean, I,
1: mean, I don't, I don't want, want any actual sexual harassment Claims against me
2: Oh, 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 oh you Like need, I can
1: safely do this experiment you need le- with you You
2: need legal guidance Well, no, and I can
1: also safely do this experiment with you I It see. might get weird But here's the thing, we are laughing at this One of the new rules for Netflix employees Is that you can't look at each other Unless you're, you know, talking Having a conversation like we're doing You can't look at each other mm. For more than five seconds Hold on, what? Yeah. You can't look at someone for more than five seconds? I love that you're reacting that way, because that's what I said. That's what Greg said. Everybody I've told is like, you can't look at somebody for more than five seconds? What you mean
2: without breaking your... Like, I can look away and then come back to you. No, no, no. Five cumulative seconds. Yeah, without breaking the look. And but it's like, not like, like I'm looking at you now, one, two, three, four, I look away at the news talk sign, I can look back at you for another four seconds? Yeah, I think you could make that work. Yeah, if you're not, you know,
1: you, you break the contact, you're having a conversation, I think you're also allowed to look at the person.
2: That's but, an awfully objective standard for <laughs> subjective people to
1: I evaluate. And, oh, and the employees are already making fun of it online and all this stuff, but... I did this little experiment with Greg. Let's do it together now. All right, what are we Without doing? saying a word, mm-hmm. all I'm going to do is count down, and we're just going to gaze into each other's eyes. All right, come on. All give right. it to me. And start. Five, four, three, two, one you sexy beast. And it's a little weird, isn't it's it? It's a little weird. It's I'll be honest weird. with you.
2: It's weird because you don't lock eyes like that with people no. unless you're... You're romantically involved. or about, I mean, or even th- if you're romantically involved, you're about to engage in some <laughs> romantic activity. You're about to roll around with somebody if you're which, staring at them like that? Which
1: you would know about, Mr. Seven Kids. So yeah.
2: Congratulations again. I've done it before. Yeah, like that is, uh, so it's going well. We heard a little bit, but yeah. not, not much sleep these days? Oh, no. I mean, my wife, um, I don't want to get into too much detail, but there's not a lot I can offer in the middle of the night. Sure. That probably tells the moms at home what's a going on. It tells Joey what okay. you There's not about. a lot I can offer in the middle of the night. <laughs> right. I, I mean, I could get up and change diapers, I guess. Yeah. Um, so she's always been pretty good about not, asking me to do things that I, i'm more than willing to help and if she mm-hmm. asks for help boom i'm up what do you need i'm there let's do it i'm i'm you know to protect and serve you know i'm like a cop in the house right um <laughs> but there, again i i can't offer anything of, of nutritional sustenance and so you know we're, we're kind of it, she could wake me up but she never has really much okay uh now i do get up because i hear it I hear what's going but on. But you're just
1: saying that like this is number 7 and that it's over a course of 11 and a half years?
2: Yeah, 11 and a half years. Yeah. But you're saying that my first was born in November of 06. So
1: does it actually feel like 14 or however long that is? Uh what do you mean? How does it feel like over a decade ago? that well, first one
2: uh, you know there's a couple of ways to look at it one is i have over 40 years of child rearing under me wow because my children are cumulatively over 40 years old mm-hmm. and so i've raised more child years than most people with two kids in their 20s you know i am I'm, I'm there with them um so that's that's one way to look at it the other way to look at it is when i brought mary helen home the other day you forget everything. And, yeah. I, and I brought six children home. It's, it's not like I'm a newbie when it comes to changing diapers and, mm. and figuring out how to, to calm a child who's crying. But you do. You forget it all. So it's not like riding a bike. No, it's not. I mean, you'll, you'll it'll come back to yeah. you, but you've got to refigure everything out again. At least I do. Uh And so in the in the one sense, it seems like the 11 and a half years, I've never brought a child home. In the other sense, when I look at this little girl, and it may be because she looks like Ray a little bit, my oldest, but it, it seems, honestly, there's a part of me, a big part of me, that feels like I brought Ray home in the last couple of months. Oh,
1: wow. And
2: that was 11 and a half years ago. And that was four jobs ago. And that was three houses ago, two cities ago. Yeah, I was about to say, li- different places. Life different goes right. on. I mean, the Colts hadn't won the Super Bowl yet. Wow. Yeah, that long. Um, that, wow. was a, that was a big night at the Colmar House. Like, <laughs> massive. And when they lost to the Saints in the Super Bowl? Was that Dungey? Was he coaching? Him? Yeah, uh, he deserved it. I was a Bucks fan. He left,
1: right. He built this amazing team, and yeah. Gruden's the one that gets him over the top. So i was yeah. happy to see Dungey
2: get a Dungy, chip. Dungey got one, yeah. And um, I, yeah. I don't know. I, How much <sighs> life does go by like it, it does. It does. And I'm telling you, it's it seems in a lot of ways. I look at I look at that girl now as eleven and a half. I mean, she's she's every bit of becoming a woman. And I look at her and think, you know. It, it's, it's bizarre. People people warned me of that when we brought her home. Oh, Baron, pay attention to all the little things. Mm. It'll go by like that. You'll blink and a, and a year will go by. Mm-hmm. There's nothing cliche about it. That is reality. No. That your life is speeding by. And if you don't enjoy a little bit of it, yeah. it'll be gone. I think it's good to enjoy
1: life, but also like remembering the good old days. I think... Remembering is better than actually doing them half the time because you're not having to go through like the shock and awe of being in the moment, like when the the boys are the you know get back together and we're telling old war stories, yeah. like when we're out of the town. Like I, I had uh, a family member, I'll put it that way, who said he was on a you know <laughs> he and his friend saw this young girl who was kind of drunk in the city, and it's like, hey man, twenty years ago. 20 years ago, and his friend goes, Yep, 20 years ago, I'm gonna wait till you finish your drink. That would have been 90 seconds of fun, four months antibiotics. <laughs> oh, god, <laughs> I'm glad yeah. you let me put my drink down. Exactly, <laughs> <laughs> Joey. Why and would no, you tell that on the air? I would tell that on the air because I think. If you're actually a 20-something-year-old guy and you do something stupid like that, it's fun in the moment, but then you have all of the pains or, and pleasures that come with it in the moment. But I think it's even more fun where it is 20 years later, and you get to think back and whether it was something that really hurt you or something that was great, you can look back, re-experience it, but with perspective. You don't have to live... You can actually process pain. There's, it's why I tell terrible stories about myself. You were on here with Christy the other night yeah. where I... I just am a a klutz, and I have no game. I'm awkward around very attractive women. (laughs) And, like, I look back at how I was, say, 10 years ago,
2: and now I think it's hilarious.
1: It's not embarrassing. It may be. Well, you're you're
2: different now because you mentioned when Christy was in the studio. You're not awkward in front of in front of her.
1: No, in here. but This is my home. This (laughs) is this is your place. (laughs) This is my place. This is your place. Like I'm relaxed now.
2: No, you know it it was Ferris Bueller. He said life comes at you pretty fast if you don't take a second to look around. You might miss it. Yeah. Uh, There's a lot to that. Oh, I do think there is something
1: to that. Where I've also been through that, where you're just always focused on the negative, and you're not just looking up. You know, life's good.
2: And take on the burdens, take on the potential suffering. Well, find meaning. And and I think it depends a lot on your personality. Some people look back and they f- they dwell on the positives, mm-hmm. and they only see the positives. And I, I think there's there's a flaw in that because yeah. you learn from your mistakes, and hopefully you don't repeat your mistakes. Uh, and there are some people who look back and they only focus on the negative. And I think there's a flaw in that because yes. you look back and. You, you can become very depressed you look at all your missed opportunities you look at all the times you swung and missed you look at all the times you made an idiot out of yourself and and you don't realize that you know what you've lived a doggone pretty good life and yeah. and i think that you need some sense of balance there and so in the original example you gave maybe you look back and you see the 90 seconds of fun and and you see both sides of it you say right. you know what that was hot. That it was, was hot. hot.
1: That was hot for 97. That was man. hot. And, like, and you I know what? what? Just, I learned a lesson out of it. I you. did three what I'm calling 10-second push-ups. Yeah. Yeah. Like, before the show, it's my new ritual, routine. I try to do some... But they're really 30-second push-ups. Yeah, they are. I videoed it and sent it to you. I'm 10 down, 10 hold at the bottom, 10 back up. I feel bad for people if that's the full experience. Exactly. I feel... Well, I don't know. I... I think to this point of people who only look back, see, and focus on the negative or the positive, you're right. You do have to have that balance. Any good story, I think anybody who's going to make a good argument can make both sides of it an argument. And if you think about the most powerful stories in our lives, like uh, myths, but also you know things like modern myths, like Lord of the Rings, or even Star Wars to an extent. Like I go back and watch the original Star Wars. Love them. But it's like, okay, this has been really overhyped. But things like uh, things people take very seriously who believe and base their lives on, Uh, things like religion... If you actually look into religion, it isn't like, oh, we're on the the side of the saints and everybody else is wicked. No, most religious stories are incredibly complicated where, like, the good person has bad things happening to them and we're trying to explain, you know, why these sort of conundrums occur in life. Any great story has... Equal good and bad. Yeah. Any
2: great character is torn between good and bad. And I, well, I mean, philosophical dualism. You, you look in every. You know, there's 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 both sides of every story. There, for every good action, there's there's bad out there. But I don't know. I mean, you you can't dwell on one or the other. And and it's a personality flaw when you do. You've got to see both sides. Of what happened. Well,
1: and if you dwell too much, sometimes you're staring off into space. But it, you think I'm actually staring at you for more than five seconds, and it ends what, what up being a lawsuit. The,
2: what else was on that list? Anything else oh, absurd? I'm trying to remember.
1: I'm trying to. Re- I think because there might that's, have been that's certain not phrases. sexual harassment. To you, the five second thing is not sexual harassment.
2: Do you know how many people over the years work hookups would never have happened if the five second rule was in effect? Well, right, but they're trying to stop work hookups. Well, I mean, as long as they're consensual, who cares? That's my point of view.
1: Okay, the five-second staring rule. Uh, they went to a harassment meeting, senior staff, to learn what is and isn't appropriate. You mustn't ask for someone's number unless they have given permission for it to be distributed. And if you see any... and
2: um, that implied in the ask? Can I have your number? And they can say no.
1: Right. That's, a, that, no, but I don't even have the ability to say no. I feel so put upon and
2: intimidated. You know, here we just pass out a list that has everybody's number on it. I know. It It is. And I haven't abused it. Nobody's abused it. Well, I'm sure somebody's abused it. I
1: haven't gotten any weird text,
2: anything like that. I'm going to make sure that changes. (laughs) You better watch out. I'll be looking at you for more than five seconds.
1: Okay, other new rules at Netflix include don't give lingering hugs or touch anyone for a lengthy period of time.
2: Yeah. yeah, but that's a little. Sub- I get it. That's very subjective. That's very subjective, though. What's unreasonable? Well, because well, I
1: do play it safe when it comes to hugs and touching.
2: I yield one armor. The
1: one arm side yeah. hug, or if somebody goes in, it is truly the ass out hug. Yeah, like keep the butt out. So
2: like it's just you know, and you you, you no, keep your chest back so their cleavage doesn't even come into exactly. You? Yeah. yeah.
1: No, if some, if I see somebody out and about and they're like, hey, and they give me hugs, fine, whatever. Yeah,
2: but not at work. Not at work. Yeah. Like,
1: there's... Why? No, I'm not going to hug you, boss. <laughs> no, Rick. Back up. Ugh. Stop trying to hug me all the time. <laughs> Don't ask a colleague out more than once. Okay, so they're fine with the consensual stuff. Yeah, but the more than once thing... More than
2: once if they have said no. Oh, that's... Again, that's absurdly ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. You know how many marriages, how many great relationships start with someone saying no ten times? Well, and some, I've had... As long as it's not creepy when you keep asking.
1: And I have heard women say that, like, I said no initially to see how he would
2: react. And and not only that, you can say no many ways. You can say, you know, no. I don't want to cause any confusion with our younger audience. No doesn't always mean no. Oh, really? No. I mean, you can say, no, I don't think so. Or you can say, no, you creep. Don't you ever contact me again. That's gross. I, right. How <laughs> did <laughs> you ask? What kind of date ask was that? <laughs>
0: it's like, would you like to have
2: drinks
1: sometime? <laughs> no, you creep. Whoa. Whoa.
2: No, but if she says, look, I'm not interested. I'm sorry. I'm yeah. not going to be interested. Thank you, but please don't ask me again. Okay. I think that's fairly definitive. Yeah, that is. But if she's like, no, I'm busy this week. Mm-hmm. I think that's an open door to ask about next week. Yeah, I think so. I, I, yeah, it's like I'm busy. I yeah, have plans. I'm, if if they if they say I'm busy, that's
1: um that's not no. See, but then you know somebody who's meek and mild, who doesn't want to do an outright rejection because they're scared of saying no to people, is going to say I'm busy when really they mean go get away from me. Creep. You creep, yeah, because, because they the don't have the, the cojones, there.
2: or we need a different. No, there's no. They don't have the moxie. Yeah. Well, anyway, I, I, I think, I, I, dis- I disagree with that policy, <laughs> but go ahead.
1: Okay, steer clear of a colleague once they have
2: said they are not interested in you. Steer clear of a colleague once she says she's not interested. What is that steer clear? What if you work in the same department? Right, exactly.
1: Well, and what if you were actually, like, on set at some sound stage that Netflix has put the money up to produce, and you're shooting, like, a movie that has sex in it? Or a show that has these sorts of things in it. Like, that's what's funny to me. What are those, I guess, actually the sexual harassment rules should go up a notch if you're in that sort of environment. Yeah. I because know. it gets charged. Now, but here's the next one. Never would work. Because I've done this with everybody on my show for the most part. Don't flirt. <laughs> Don't flirt. I'm flirting with you. I know. Like it's <laughs> Why am I not allowed to flirt? I like that lavender it's, shirt. No, I I only do it when these microphones are open you, up. You've seen me awfully I, thin shirt you on Joey. It was only $4. I'm <laughs> on a budget. I'm on a budget, Baron. Don't flirt. Oh, and the rules also encourage employees to shout, "Stop! Don't do that again." What? It says the rules also encourage employees to shout, "Stop! Don't do that again!" If a colleague has been inappropriate,
2: I'm fine with that. I think. Look, if I'm fine with that If too. someone's been inappropriate with you and you don't like it, I think you should tell them. Mm-hmm. I do, and I agree. I, and, I, and if it embarrasses them, so be it. But I think you should be able to say, "I don't think that's appropriate." Can you please not do that to me?
1: See, but this is what's happened. The Onset and onset Runner told the, this publication, I guess it's The Sun, uh, that employees are already poking fun at the new rules. Quote, it has sparked jokes with people looking at each other, counting to five, then diverting their eyes. Like we did at the top of the show. Because it is funny. It is funny. It's a fun topic. Okay, so I just... That got me going the other
2: day. I don't blame you. I mean, the, the, it's, it's I the absurdity it's of where we're headed. I, I, I'll i tell you what. You're 29? Yeah. I'm glad I'm not 29 and single. Yeah? I am. Uh, I'm glad, I'm certainly glad I'm not 19 and single. Can you oh, imagine trying to navigate man. college under the new rules? No. Because
1: I, I look not. back, I mean... Well, I look back at college and say, well, Joey went and got a bunch of alcohol and some Guthrie's and watched another movie.
2: <laughs> hey, I ate a lot of gut boxes at Auburn.
1: Yeah, and they're good. Well,
2: you know, the did you ever have the chicken sandwich at Guthrie's? Oh, of course. We called them Big Nasties.
1: Oh, and you smear it with that extra
2: sauce? Oh, I know. Yeah, and and we, I would eat two Big Nasties and a box of fries. Yeah, me too. You, and I got a little flabby at times. Oh, I mean, I, well, I, wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't always... I'm you know. 165, best
1: shape of my life right now. I was up to like 190, almost 200. Yeah, a couple of Big Nasties a day will
2: do that to you. Mm-hmm, along with like uh, copious amounts of wine and beer. And yeah. Finley's chicken sandwiches. Oh. Um no. Yeah, Byron's. I lived behind Byron's. Yeah? You know the kinds of problems that causes for a man?
3: Oh, a
0: lot.
2: I mean, I like I could smell Byron's if the wind was right. <clears throat> I li- there was Byron's, there was the railroad track, and there was Barron's. <laughs> I mean, I, I could... <laughs> you know? But now, to the point,
1: I can't imagine being in college these days with all these... this. And here's my thing. I don't think most people are taking the new zeitgeist when it comes to policing sexual relations no, seriously.
2: I know, but here's the problem: if you don't take it seriously, mm. and she does, mm. or I mean, you, you are guilty until proven innocent, well, and, and which, you better hope you can prove your innocence. There have been crazy stories too, where people
1: have consensual sex when they're drunk. Yeah, but it's consensual based on text messages, other yeah. like documented evidence, and they still will censure usually the guy.
2: Yeah. It's, Here's the other thing, too. She was too drunk to consent. <laughs> well, I drank the same stuff she drank. Why was I not too drunk to consent? Why right. didn't she rape me? Right. Is it a race to the courthouse? Right. <sighs> oh, listen, I, I don't want to hear about it. Oh, I'm, yeah. Well,
1: and you actually, I mean, have practiced law, so yeah. there's a little more. And, and I, I've actually... represented
2: people in this situation. Oh, man. I've represented people in the I was too drunk to consent situation. Mm. And we've raised the... Well, and also, when it comes to... Uh,
1: raising kids this consent thing's getting a little weird. What do you mean? Like they I've seen these videos of parents who are uber was so progressive. Yeah. Who asked the kid, "Can I change your diaper?" I'm <laughs> sure you saw that story. No, I did not see that um, movie. yeah, this woman in Australia saying, "Well, what I'd like to do is ask the baby, um, what you know, <laughs> I don't I can't do an Australian <laughs> accent. Like, I can, I can "Do tell. you feel like having your your diaper changed today?" And the baby will give a kind of like Rrr. And uh, then I'll, I'll change the diaper. Or it's like, no, okay, sit in your own crap. Yeah, that's great. That's a parenting. health hazard. It is. But then also, like, what gender do you want to be today? Oh
2: my gosh.
1: And also, things like running around, like, tickle. Like, I'm going to get you good. I'm going to tickle you. It's like, sir, sir. You tickle your kids occasionally? Oh, man, yeah, we sure. get we go crazy. Well, how dare you, Baron? Wh- Tickling somebody against their consent is no laughing Listen, matter. Yes,
2: in fact, it is exactly <laughs> laughing matter. I will count to a certain number. I'll say I'm counting to eight, and i hold them down and count to eight <laughs> and tickle them to death until eight, and then I'll stop at eight. And I'll say, we're going to 12, one, two, three, and then, daddy! Dad! Uh, you know, and I, there there are studies that show the roughhousing, the tickling, it's all good for their it self is. esteem, their introspection, mm-hmm. uh, knowing their place in the universe. I mean, there are lots of things that come out of kids roughhousing with their parents, particularly the father, yeah. and and kids being tickled by their parents, particularly the father, and by each other. Yeah, by older siblings. I mean, I used to hold my sister down on the bed and tickle her. She's yeah. five, four and a half years older than I am, and I would keep pushing her on the bed and I wouldn't let her off the bed. She would get up, and I'd push her back down. She'd get up, because I, I finally got to where I was stronger than she was. See, but you're tickling her against her will. I know, but I mean, you know what? That's natural, normal sibling behavior. It is. Yeah. It is, and, but that's where
1: people start taking these basic ideas to an extreme. And, of course, that's the critique against being a libertarian, but whatever. Uh, well. But, like, I, I think it's gone way too far, and I can't imagine, like you said, though, being in college being a real young man and especially when you're that young, you're awkward. You're usually pretty desperate. Some people are naturals and they're fine. But like most of the time you are awkward and you're not sure what you're doing in the first place. And, And if you're adding alcohol to that situation, you're adding other drugs to that situation, like things happen and they're not like the most horrific thing in somebody's life. And I see why people are doing it, though. Because there are terrible situations.
2: There are. No, I mean, far. look. It, there are people that go way too far. There are criminals out there, and society needs to be protected from them. Yeah. But I think we're making criminals out of normal social behavior also. Yeah. And that's the danger. And Well, and it
1: trivializes the seriousness. It does. It yeah. does. Well,
2: well. We had a sure, break already?
1: Far. Yeah, we're in a break. That's 30 minutes. Wow, ah, that goes fast. It does go fast. <laughs> that's... That's what I'm known for. Go ahead and make your joke, Joey. That's what I'm known for. They call him 90-second Joey for (laughs) a reason. They call me Speedy Gonzalez for a reason.
0: (laughs) 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 Joey Clark.
1: more than
2: once <laughs> oh here's a text message I got okay I'm listening to you with Joey right now and for the record I had to I basically had to stalk insert wife's name here in order for uh, for her to go out with me best decision I ever made they're happily married with a child they had to wait but I want to know how this stalking went down I didn't ask you to do too yeah I know I know but like, I, f- I figure in a situation like that, he's going to volunteer what he wants to volunteer. I mean, was he,
1: like, adorable and showing up outside her door and blaring this? Oh, you got I
2: love you! Was it like a... Uh, oh, what was that movie, Say Anything? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> was it a scene from Say Anything, or was it a scene from The Cable Guy? Because <laughs> those are two different kinds of stalking.
1: No, it's like... uh <laughs> It's like in Deadpool. It's like, I swear in another life I'm coming back and blaring Careless Whisper outside your (laughs) head.
0: That
1: was a good movie. Oh, in the second, have you seen Deadpool 2? No. It's better than the first one. Is it really? Yeah, it's so good, man. Ryan Reynolds. He nailed it apart. Canada? I don't like Trudeau, but now the legal weed thing and Ryan Reynolds? Yeah! (laughs) Steve Nash? Steve Nash? Yeah. Who other great Canadians? uh, Uh,
2: Shania Twain?
1: (laughs) (laughs) See, that's how far down you go when you start thinking of great Canadians. No, most of the people, most of the members of the band, except for the drummer, Levon. Really? They were all Canadians, and they fell in love with American folklore and Dixie music, in particular the South. And that's why they wrote all their music about the South. And Levon, the drummer, was the only one from, he was from Arkansas. And the rest of the band were Canadians.
2: Yeah. I, t- I think totally different. You, have I told you my Canada story? No. <coughs> honeymoon, 2001, coming back home. You did your honeymoon in Canada? Well, we did it in Alaska. Oh, okay. Flew in okay. through Vancouver. Okay. And um, we get in the airport in Vancouver. They take your bags as airports are wont to do. Sure. This was pre-9-11. This was July of 2001. This was three months before 9-11. Oh, those are the days. Yeah. Okay. Little 21 year old, you know, hotshot Baron hands his bags off. <laughs> um, he and his newlywed bride were going through the airport. And then we get to a, uh, like a toll booth in the middle of the airport and it's backed up. And we're waiting. And this, is, and this wasn't to go through security or anything. This was something else. I couldn't figure out quite. You know, I'm looking, I'm doing that tiptoes looking around. We get up to the toll booth and the lady says, uh, that'll be $8. I said, for what? Airport beautification fee. Everybody has to pay $8. And I said, well, there's my wife and me, both of us. She said, okay, $16. And I said, well, I don't have any money. She said, well, there's an ATM right over there, sir. You just have to get back in line. I said, well, I don't have an ATM card. She said, then you can't go. I said, well, you have my bag. She said, they'll get where you're going. They'll they'll hold it there where you need to go. It's $16. And I said, "Uh, I I don't have any money. I'm sorry. I'm not going to. You got to let me through, though. You already have my bags. And she was like. Sixteen dollars. We're not letting you through without paying sixteen dollars. And it's just a like a airport booth? beautification. Yeah, it's just a booth. Like it, it funneled down to one woman. It looked like a toll booth in the middle of. You drop your bags off, and in order and to did get she
1: looked like a toll booth lady. She
2: looked Canadian. <laughs> She'd been drinking beer with a blue label. She had been looking at moose, you know, magazines, rocking out the Saxon ah uh, uh, rush rush. <laughs> They've been watching a hockey game recently, I can assure She's you. She's gnawing those Tim Hortons donuts. She knew who the last four Stanley Cup winners were. <laughs> she knew where Dretzky was from. Uh, you know, she, she loved maple syrup. It was one of these people. I mean, she looked like she loved maple syrup. Big old gal. Uh, and anyway, so finally I, I relent and I tell her, I said, look at here. You are the reason I will never come back to this godforsaken country. I said, Montreal, I heard, is beautiful, world class city. I'd love to visit Toronto one day. I want to go to Banff. I will never come back into this godforsaken country again. Here's your $16. <laughs> she said, have a nice day. <laughs> Off I went. You know how many times I've stepped foot in Canada since then? Not one time. You know how many steps I'll ever take in that godforsaken country? Zero. Until they owe me my 16 bucks plus interest. I want the interest. It's up to you're, like $22. You're a principled man. We'll never go back to Canada. Man. Was... I would love to go to Montreal. I heard yeah. it's a wonderful city. I would love to travel to Canada. Never will go to Canada. Wow. Never. Man, that was harsh. No, uh-uh. So you actually did have the money, though? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On my honeymoon, I had money. Goodness. I wasn't broke yet. We just got married. Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> yeah, <Des> got married. <laughs> Let's go to the phones. Clint, you've been waiting long enough. How are you doing tonight,
0: sir? Doing good, sir. How you? I can't believe you got Barry Coleman on there.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I have that type of pull around here.
0: How you doing, Barry? Yeah, doing, doing well, man. Clint. How are you? Don't read into me. Hope your wife point. and that new baby girl are doing well. We are, and I can assure you Joey has a good pull. <laughs> <You're> right. <laughs> hey, talking about Kenner, you know, guess who. <laughs> guess who from Canada, you know, the guess who. The
2: guess who are from Canada?
0: know, the guess who. The man, the guess who? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They were held in containment at the Canadian border. By the Mounties? Yeah, because they thought, America thought they were evading the draft, And that's how they come up with the song, American Woman. Hmm. The song that? song is not about a woman. It's about America.
2: Oh, how about that? Look at you. Yeah. That's, that's good, that's good, uh, that's good, that's good, uh, uh, trivia for the day, Clint. I appreciate
0: that. It is, it is good. I mean, it really happened like that, uh.
2: I believe yeah.
0: you. Well, hey, you guys are talking about touching?
2: hmm Oh, boy. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I don't like where this is
1: about to go. Yeah, you can, well, let, let me I put mean, some parameters to this call. We're you not can not just talk talking about, about it. You can talk about touching, but you better not talk about loving or squeezing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, sir. I come out of the House of Blues one night in Houston, Texas, went and saw uh, Robin, uh, George Thorogood. hmm And this woman run. I felt a hand going through my head. She pulled up my head. I mean, I had an old
1: man with her, too. And she just ran her fingers through your hair?
0: Yeah, she did. And I turned around and said, what are you doing? She said, I just had to touch your hair. And, Joey, some woman going to touch your hair, too.
1: Well, I've, I've had women touch my hair. No, and also, like... I have thought of stories like with this whole new thing we're going through, being sensitive about sexual relations. I've had women at bomb hours pinch my butt. I've had people. I know you have the lingering hug. Uh-huh. Oh, I know
2: that
0: they know what they're and run doing. Run their fingers through your hair. Mm-hmm. And you know what, Mr. Coleman ain't got no hair. I don't mind it
2: too much. I got enough to get a little handful, Clint. <laughs>
0: Like yeah, that that kind of t- I don't like to be touch. Don't touch me. Okay. You know, I, Clint, I don't Clint like and I are going different. Yeah, <laughs> you, you should have told me
1: before, Clint. <laughs> <laughs> All right,
0: guys, good
2: show. Thank you. Thank you. Have Thank you. a good evening.
1: Likewise. Well, yes, yes. Uh, let's see who this is. Oh, line two. This is Marianne. What's up?
4: Hey, Joey.
2: Hey, Baron with one R. Hey, hey Marianne
4: with with one R. And, no, well, it is one R and it's all one word. <laughs> you figure out how to spell it. <laughs> but Barry, congratulations on Mary Helen. Oh, thank you, okay? thank you. Two and words. I hope, I hope that Mrs. Coleman is getting some rest. Okay. Uh, yeah.
2: <laughs> you know, my in-laws have the four boys right now, so it's it's uh, my wife's at home with the three girls, nice. and the girls are the easy ones.
4: Yeah. Well, yeah. Anyway, I've got a funny story to tell you guys after hearing your Canadian story, okay? Especially with the immigration issue going on with these children. This happened with my mother, and I was living with her and taking care of her back in the 1990s, okay? And it was when Elian Gonzalez came on shore from Cuba. Mm-hmm. You guys remember? Oh, I do. Joey, I do. you were yeah. a child. No, but Joey, I, 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 rem- child. I remember I remember all of that. About- and everybody was hollering, he's got to go back to his father. And people were over here, oh, no, don't send him back. Don't send him back. Okay. My mother, bless her heart and God rest her soul. Okay, Baron, if your mother's listening, I hope this gives her a laugh, too. Because we have six children in our family. I'm the only girl. The other five are boys, and I'm in the middle. Bless that woman. Anyway. Listen, during that time, my mother was trying to get her passport so that she could go to Ireland, which is where our ancestors came from. okay uh-huh. now, they wouldn't issue her her passport because she didn't have a birth certificate. We're Catholic too, raised from the cradle Catholic guys, and that baptismal certificate that's notarized that she had the original one of they were denying her mm. Yeah, and she's in her seventies. You know. Why didn't she have so, a birth certificate? She was born at home, and we're from Mississippi. But you've we're not. She from, never got a
2: birth certificate. Another a certificate. Of never liability?
4: applied. Never thought about it. They had the baptismal certificate. Well, they are.
1: They're, they're from Mississippi, Baron. Yeah, I get it. That, yeah, you're talking Mississippi.
4: There. You're talking backwoods. You're talking midwife. She was born with a midwife at home.
2: Yeah. How about that?
4: You know? So, anyway, the thing about it is, she was so frustrated, and it was getting close to time to be on leave. I emailed Bill Clinton, who was president at the time, and I did it all under her. I did her name, her address, her social security number back then, you know. Anyway, I did it all under her, and I acted just like her in that letter, saying, I was born in Laurel, Mississippi. I was raised in Mississippi. I've been living in Alabama. I've been working. And I am retired. And now that your immigration office has declared me illegal, I want to be deported now. (laughs) (laughs) Ireland. I actually put that in that email to him. That's how frustrated she was, (laughs) okay? Anyway, the thing of it is, lo and behold, a week and a half later, she got her passport, and next thing you know, she got a letter from President Clinton, too. Did she really? And <laughs> she uh, sure did.
2: That is wonderful.
4: <laughs> and in that letter, I put... As, after I put it that before right before that, after I put, you know, I wanted to be deported now, and I want all the taxes I paid back, <laughs> paid into the system. <laughs> just give me that and send me on back. I'll be all right.
1: <laughs> That's an awesome story, Marianne.
4: I just had to call and tell you guys that because Barron listening about you and that $16 from Canada, and I'm thinking, yeah, I could see that happening, you know. <laughs> I was like, irritated. I love
2: you. I'm, st- I'm still bothered by guys. it. Yeah.
4: I love you guys. I love ninety three point one and Joey. Thank you so much for what you do for all the shows.
1: Oh well, thank you, Marianne. You have a wonderful. And when I
4: see you, when I see, I'm gonna give you a mama's hug because you went to school with my son Mike.
1: Mama's hugs are allowed. I appreciate it.
4: I'll I'll leave you here alone because you know I know how to cut hair. I'm licensed by the state of Alabama as a. Hey,
1: don't you get any scissors near this glorious? No, but
4: if you look at David Cassidy's picture with his song for Cherish, Mm -hmm. okay. And look at that one. I'm thinking, honey, you look real good. I could make it look like that, too. I've been cutting hair for 40-something years now. Okay. I love you guys. Have a good
1: evening. Thank Be you, too. Going Thanks, Thank you. Oh, man. The only time I've been out of the country it was a cruise. You know, I went to Mexico. Mm-hmm. Not true Mexico, but, you know. The beach. The beach. The tourist spot. Cancun. No, Cozumel. Yeah. And we did the excursion. It was Troy and I and his parents. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, Troy's usually on Mondays, he used to have this terrible thing with his back. And that day, he actually got very sick, had to go to the infirmary on the cruise ship. So it's just me and my best friend's parents. And we're like, okay, we're going to go to, like, Paradise Island. And my best friend's mom, well, I love to death is sitting there going, do you know why it was called Paradise Island? Because back, you know, they used to do the honeymoons there, and it would be where they'd have all the sex. And I'm like, oh, God. and I'm sitting there just going.
2: How old are you at this time?
1: Oh, 16. Oh, no. And I'm just like, I, I would love this story from anybody else <laughs> but you. But you. <laughs> Please don't do that. Oh God! What and that wasn't the real out of country. I've never actually been to Canada or Europe or anything.
2: I'm doing. Well, don't go to Canada. That's overrated. That's garbage. That, I that's that's. that's you I'd know, like to go country. to some
1: my uh, roots. Like I, apparently, I've got some Scottish blood in me. Yeah, I believe that. And uh, Polish certainly. Yeah, clear. And my brother's been doing research. Some Russian.
2: Ooh. Yeah. Wait a minute. I want Chuck Schumer to know mm-hmm. I am not engaged in anything nefarious with Joey.
1: Oh no! But those Russian broads, man. Whew. Anyway, let's go back to the phones. Let's see who this is. What you know? Door number one, door number two, or door number three? Hmm. Uh, three, three. Oh, I know who this is, though. It's Randall. Randall, you got hey, lucky, man. son. I didn't I, know.
3: Lucky, lucky. Hey, there was no way I wasn't about to. Call. I, I had to be involved in this conversation. Clean, get rubber rubbing through the head. I mean, I had to call in, but I, I wanted to say, Joy. I mean, really, your hair,
0: dude, is something awesome, for real.
2: It makes makes him go for the extra heavy quilt when he gets home.
0: (laughs) Yes, it does. What the hell does that
2: mean? (laughs) You need to listen to more news and views, sir.
3: Uh, Come on, Joy. Dang. Oh, man. Man, as as always, I forgot when I was calling, but love the show.
2: Man, Ask 84 about the extra heavy quilt. Uh, He knows. Okay.
1: All right. Let's go back to the phones. News Talk, who's this here on the air? Hey, guys. This is Johnny. Hey, Johnny. What's up?
3: Got it, man. Hey, uh, first of all, before I say anything, is dude, you need more than an hour. I don't want to take anything away from the rest of the guys, but come on. You need more than an hour.
2: I know. I I know. Thank you. I didn't want to say it myself. but No, I've been telling people. I've been telling the owner that.
3: Well, I'm saying it right now. You need more than an hour. I think everybody agrees. We can do the with a little left Laura and all those other National guys, we we need our local people on. That's who we want to
2: hear. I would love to do like a three four hour show at night. Hey, let me tell you, we were up here till yes, nine yes. o'clock at night during the uh, Roy Moore Luther yeah. Strange debate. We had a blast. It's, it gets fun when it's nighttime. I
1: mean, and, no, we everybody called in was hammered after
2: seven thirty. Exactly. I mean, everybody that called. And, was and drunk. I think
1: you're allowed to be a little dirtier later at night. You're not. You don't got You don't have kids in the car. No. You don't have any of that. It, it got a little. It got a little. Uh,
2: it was fun. We had a good it was night.
1: Raunchy. We kicked each other. You me I kicked studio. you out of the
2: studio. That was the night yeah, I finally I'm ended glad up killing his mouth.
1: We buried the hatchet. Yeah, yeah, I can be a wise ass. I
2: found the hatchet, and, though, and I'll bury you with it if I have to. Hey, oh. Baron. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Baron. Yeah. Hey, Baron? yeah.
3: Uh, congratulations. Oh, thank you. Thank uh, you. What is, is this number seven?
2: Yeah, Johnny, seven.
3: Okay, you got one more, and you're going to be there with me, brother.
2: Okay, well, uh, you probably going to have to use me.
3: We need a support group or something. I get so sick of stuff like. Do you know what's causing that? Or uh, gosh. oh, you got your own baseball team, huh? Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, yeah. Now you got a loose tooth. How about that? That's yeah. great.
2: Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I've heard them all. I think I've heard every joke that uh, or supposed joke that you can throw somebody with a big family. Uh, I got I got one this morning that wasn't new. Uh, something the effect of get that boy a TV or something. I mean, you know, I got gotcha. you. <laughs> I got it. Oh,
3: wait, one more, one more thing. Joey, Saturday I heard you say something that really upset me. Okay. You said that you do not believe in ghosts.
1: Well, not ghosts technically. I'm open to the idea of the paranormal, but I have never had an experience. I like hearing the stories. I'll put it that way.
3: But I'm a paranormal investigator. I'm a oh. parapsychologist. I want you to go on an investigation with me one yes. day. Yes, okay. I'm in. Can I'm a game? I go. Yeah, you're in. Johnny. Johnny, can I go? Yes, absolutely. This, this okay. sounds like
2: the perfect... I'm ex- game. Johnny, Johnny, Johnny. Can we bring yeah. gin? Johnny, uh, Johnny. No, we, you can't drink on an investigation. Why? Uh-huh. I'm not investigating. I'm watching you investigate. Uh-huh. If no, I'm, I'm going into a haunted there. place, I want gin. Can I bring my flask
1: <laughs> full of H2O? Yes,
2: absolutely. Okay, yeah. yeah bet, okay. We're good, then. We're good. We're good. Yeah. We're good. <laughs> you're you're, you're going to spike it, aren't you?
1: What? Oh no! It's just a bottle of water. Look, it's clear. It's clear.
3: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Great. No, no, seriously. seriously. I want you to come with me, man. Yeah, hit Absolutely. me up on Facebook
1: or something, man. I'd love to do it.
3: Absolutely, bro.
1: Y'all have a great evening, man. All right, you too, Johnny. And you know what? We're in the middle of that great conversation with Johnny, and I love the invite to go you know research paranormal activity, but I heard that hatchet comment. I heard you. <laughs> uh, we buried the hatchet. I've extended the olive branch. We've been great. We've been good for months. and you're going to now dig that hatchet up and bury me with it. Well, you know what I'm going to do? I'll okay. get one of those ball ping hammers, the little thing. yeah, and I'm not going to take you out with it. It's not a temple. I'm going to take that ball ping hammer, hit you right on your big toe. Joey.
2: Yeah, I would never say something so ugly. Yeah, you would. This is why I kicked you out of the studio no, that night. No, this is why I'm trying to get you to throw
1: it back at you me. You got
2: you got mouthy with me one night. And, and let me say this. Mm-hmm. Let me say this about Joey. Joey, Joey has this habit of taking a funny bit too far yeah. and getting his ass thrown out of the studio. It happens sometimes. Well, but, you know, this is my show at this point. Well, I thought you, you had know. of your own show. And I'm not after,
1: afraid. You know, the ball ping hammer. I'm going to go into the kitchen, find the kitchenware, mm-hmm. get the, uh, the meat mallet. And mm-hmm. I'm not going to actually mallet you with
2: it, but you know how it's got the teeth? Just scrape your thorax with it. I'm going to pull your... Uh, wait, wait, I'm going to go back <laughs> to Wu-Tang here. I'm going to pull your tongue out of your mouth... And stab it with a rusty screwdriver. <laughs> I'm going to sew your hind-end clothes and keep feeding you and feeding you and feeding you, and feeding, you and feeding you. That was Method Man's
0: finish to that song.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that, that's the intro to Method Man oh, on the uh, 36 Chambers album. Yeah, oh, but isn't it, ladies and gentlemen, isn't it fun
1: to threaten your friends with violence? Oh my God! Oh, it's great. It's it no better than that. It's, it's the best thing to do. Best things don't make me. You keep, know I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Hurt I you wouldn't either. hurt you either. But I, I'm not going to keep going. Listen go to the phones.
0: <laughs> Who's this? So if can you can you have eye contact if you're threatening? If you're what? If you're threatening someone, can you have eye contact for more than five seconds?
1: Well, I think that's a different thing. Oh,
0: okay. I don't know. <laughs> a few times I was threatened with things that um, I don't know. I'm the subject. Uh, I'm sure glad I didn't have to follow around me because it didn't come to with that one. Just like always,
1: I forgot what I was talking about. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Oh, <sighs> uh, well, and one more person. We have time. Who's this? Hey, this is William B. Hey, man. Real quick. Hey, man.
3: Yeah, yeah real quick. I, I don't know what you two are up to in there, but uh, it sounds like you're having way too much fun.
2: Someone just but, texted uh, me and said this is a three-hour show tonight. We ought hey, to keep going.
3: Well, that's what I was going to say. I had to agree with that other caller. Uh, you need more time, man. I agree. And, an
0: hour—that's—that's that's crap. You, you need more time.
2: Hey, Joey, clip Amen. these calls. Send them to the boss. I will. The buttery—the right, right. buttery one needs to hear these calls. I appreciate it, guys. I appreciate exactly, it. man.
0: You—you you,
1: you definitely need more time. Yeah, we need more, like, physical threats with kitchenware.
0: <laughs> That's exactly what we need on the radio.
2: I got a text from somebody with, like, the well, eyes wide open faces, I said, what? What's that face for? They said, the violence. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the call, William. Oh, what a show, Barry. What a great show. We needed three hours tonight. We did. We could have gone to 10 tonight, or 11. Oh, easily. Oh. Easily. Yeah. Well...
1: We're done, though.
2: I know. I hate it. We'll do it again. Now,
1: I'll be back tomorrow night, folks. Baron will be back 9 to noon tomorrow morning. 9 a.m. Be there.